Welcome once again to Advance, an NCEES podcast series. I'm your host, David McDowell, Chief Operating Officer at NCEES. If you have any interest in the surveying profession, this is definitely an episode you're not going to want to miss. My guest today is Tim Birch. Tim is the Executive Director of the National Society of Professional Surveyors, also known as NSPS. He's a professional land surveyor licensed in the states of Illinois and Wisconsin, and has been involved with NSPS for more than 20 years. During that time, he held numerous leadership positions in the organization before becoming executive director in January of this year. He has a passion for promoting and growing the field of surveying, and is the creator and producer of the NSPS podcast, Surveyor Says. He's been involved with the land surveying profession for more than 30 years, and has provided testimony on behalf of the profession at both the state and federal levels, as well as having established a partnership with Get Kids Into Surveying. Thank you, Tim, for joining us today. I look forward to our conversation. What, what got you into surveying? Was it something family? Was it something that you saw on a, some type of video? Uh, was it a guidance counselor? What got you into surveying? Well, actually, like, you know, like I, I ask a, a lot of other surveyors, you know, every surveyor's got a story and that's, you know, it's always interesting to hear how somebody got into it. And it, unfortunately, I've, I've got the same kind of the same story of, as a lot of people. I was between my sophomore and junior years in high school. I am, I am now tech, I mean, I'm technically a second generation surveyor because my dad called that first day of summer vacation and his small company he worked for, his Rodman had decided to follow a girlfriend out of town and they needed a Rodman. So the, the phone rings and, you know, back in, I, you know, this is going to date me a little bit, but back in those days, the, the phone was hanging on the wall in the kitchen. And so <laughs> mom comes in and, you know, beats on the bedroom door. I'm a high school kid. I'm sleeping. She says, your dad's on the phone. He needs you. It's like, oh, well, that's interesting. So I went and Rodman left, get your rear end down here to this particular address. I need you to help me. And I, I helped him for the next couple of days. And to be completely honest, even at that time, at, at 16, uh, it, it was such, it was a fascinating opportunity in being outside and doing a lot of, you know, the, the basic surveying boundary things, topographic things at the time, uh, really kind of, it, it, the bug bit me and it's uh, been, been a, a long, long, fun journey ever since. Talk a little bit about that from your early days on in surveying till, till, till today. Well, I was fortunate enough when I started long ago in a galaxy far, far away that, uh, you know, at least then there was electronic distance meters, EDMs, and some of the total stations did have digital displays, what have you, but there wasn't robotics there, you know, so, you know, once the introduction of just, you know, simply the robotics and the data, the, the sophistication of the data collectors, that increased the productivity, which made it, uh, you know, th- that much more intriguing. We could really work with that much more data. And then when we got into the 90s and the early 2000s with, the, with really the, the popularity and then the cost basically became cost effectiveness of GPS uh, and real-time kinematic networks, uh, that really made it, that to me was the game changer, uh, really seeing the, that opportunity to be able to, to collect that much more data. Uh, and, and just like I said, the level of sophistication really went up uh, in the digital age. Um, but then as computers got 
smaller and faster and and more sophisticated in the programming and and the, you know even the drafting and the calculations of the of the programs that, that came about like i said it just really became so intriguing that that somebody that was really kind of a computer nerd uh like i was in high school i mean that's what intrigued me was was the was the graphical aspect i mean once you know, we're also talking about a time when, yes, there were were IBM PCs, but this was all DOS based. And then once we got into Windows and more graphics, I mean, it was it just all exploded about the same time. And so, you know, to be able to see that progression from, you know, out there physically measuring with with the transit and the chain, like I mean, and I did that, uh, you know, early in my career, but now to 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 really ramp up into this digital age. It's been an experience, and that was one thing that I do pride myself on is that I've stayed, tried to stay out in front of the curve with as far as educating myself, whether it was formally or just, you know, on weekends, whatever, and, and been doing research and taking the equipment home and, and making sure that you stayed ahead of it. Because that to me is, the, is you know, your education never should never stop, period. And that's what I think I like to think that I, it's, you know, it's kept, it's kept me young. It's kept me, uh, kept me in, in, engaged with, uh, especially as the younger generations come in, um, because it's, it's, and it, the technology is not going to stop. Kind of talk about your role today as executive director of the National Society of Professional Surveyors. How has that been in what, nine, eight, nine months? Uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing. What I think what people understand is, you know, our our membership is uh, is between fourteen and fifteen thousand surveying members across the country, and you step into our office, it's an office of four people, myself and and three three other ladies. That uh, it's a it's amazing. Uh, one, it is a very well oiled machine, but. Two, it's it literally every day. It's kind of foot on the floor. It's go go go, and it's uh, how much how much the, the, the not just the general public but the surveying public uh, really leans on NSPS for various things with questions, with uh, concerns, with with a whole bunch of different things. We've got several uh, several certification programs that we've got going on that it just seems like there's always a buzz of activity. And I, I just, you know, part of me, I, I thought I knew what I was getting into as far as that, that uh, intensity of, of the daily operation, but you just really don't know it until you're sitting here and, and in the middle of it. And I, I, like I said, it really makes me appreciate the three ladies that are here that much more. They appreciate what the work that Kurt did for, for those many, many years. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things in, uh, there's no idle minds. It's 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 have something to do every day, that uh, that's that's been really great. But you're but you know to go back to your question, you know to be able to see it from uh, really from a, a director side and then and then go into the operation side, it is a different mentality. It is a different uh, different viewpoint in that uh, stepping in here, it really has to be while you're trying to do the right things for the profession, it's also running a business and it is it is the business of being this uh, this this advocate and promoter of the profession that it isn't a blank check that there are, you know, there are uh, monetary considerations to be able to do all these things people want you to do. Uh, you know, if, if we had a, had a huge benefactor that just, uh, just kept throwing money at us, it would be one thing, but it's also trying to, trying to do things to, uh, you know, to appease the membership, but yet uh, try to be smart about running the business. What do you see as any, 
I, I don't know if it's, it's, it's necessarily uh, radical big changes coming to NSPS, but are do you have some some big challenges? Do you have some um, interesting you know interesting things that that you would like to see NSPS kind of jump into? Actually, well, yes. I, I think what we have to do. This is part of the changing of of the changing of the generations, changing of the guard, changing of society. That obviously, the way we went about communicating, you know, even ten years ago, is radically different than the way we need to communicate now. And that I really see NSPS more evolving. I mean, yes, our mission's still the same. It's still about promotion. It's still about advocacy. Uh, it's still about trying to get the public, you know, realize, get the public to realize who we are, what we're doing, you know, for the benefit of them, health, safety, and welfare. But it's also trying to get uh, get that next generation in, and we've got to do more to be able to communicate with with that younger generation. And that's going to take a change in how we operate and how we how we present ourselves. Uh, I think we're re- what you're really going to see NSPS and the NCWSs and, and our, our like-minded uh, associations, our partners, we're going to have to change that message and, and how we frame it, how we, how we present it out to the, to the, to the world. Uh, I was at a meeting the other night and surveyor stands up and says, well, you're not getting it out on TV, newspaper, or radio. You, you know, you've got to blast it out to everybody and just spend, spend some money. And a young man, uh, one of the students, raised his hand. He says, I can't tell you the last time I turned on network TV, picked up a newspaper or turned on the car radio. And that's just, that's just that generation. So what you're going to need to see out of NSPS is we're going to need to become more of, I hate to say social media company, but that's where, that's where the the conversations and the messaging goes. Um, The more, uh, the more videos, the more, more, uh, small snippets we put out the, it just seems like that's the more interaction we get and the and the more questions that are raised about who are you and what are you doing and how can i get involved so i think that's the big challenge that's ahead of in sps is embracing that younger generation not to turn our backs on on the older generation that's got us here but we've got to embrace that younger generation uh you know that's something you know i heard on npr this morning was that uh you know when was the best time to plant a tree well 20 years ago When's the next best time? Right now. So whether it's whether it's a, you know high school, middle school, even the elementary school with the get kids into survey program, or even trying to 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 uh, change some minds of of uh, mid twenties that maybe went through college, maybe they got their degree and now they're at, you know what they went and, and studied what they're not interested in that maybe they they're looking for a different a different career path. It doesn't matter. We've we've got to touch all of those all of those uh, lives and try to hit them at different times that to see, you know, and unfortunately in this day and age that we're in, we've got so many other professions and occupations that are fighting for the same generations. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's coming up with a good, clear message on who we are and what you can achieve uh, through surveying and really anything geospatial. Yeah. So as you talk about uh, you talk about those kind of challenges that way, and one of the things that NCWS has recognized in in years past was this idea that while NCWS is focused on licensure and our mission is to promote engineering and surveying licensure, uh, if you don't if you know if you don't get kids 
into the STEM fields, if you don't get this younger generation into engineering or surveying or any of the science or math type things, technology type of fields, you'll never get them as licensees. Uh, so, so how is um, so? How do you think the the mission and in your goals at NSPS kind of mesh with some of the NCWS uh, promotions of of surveying and the surveying profession? I'm a true believer and a big proponent of of a, a really of the four year education. I mean, there's going to be some opportunities I think for technicians that maybe a two year education is fine, um, but that's part of I think that's part of our challenge as well is. We have 25 states uh, in the U.S. that don't have any education requirements still, and the ones that do, there's there is some uh, there is some action to try to roll some of those educational uh, requirements back, and that's to me that's the wrong wrong thing to do. That we need to uphold those those educational requirements. There really is a a, a level of education and experience that needs to be. Uh, that needs to be gained before really someone can can earn that license. Now, if somebody wants to take a technical track and become very, very proficient with the right additional outside training, whatever, in a technician role, that's great. We need those technicians as well. But for the professional side, I really truly believe, and that's what we're we're trying to get that message out, that if, if you're going to consider uh, a, a path to a professional license uh, and, and surveying is that, I mean, it has, to, it really has to be through the colleges and going, going that route. Um, because to me that, that really sets up uh, someone uh, to, to better qualify and to better prepare themselves for the testing that, that, that NCWS puts on the, the thorough testing. Um, and to me, you know, it, that's part of the, the public safety, health and welfare the, that, that the surveyor is, is providing to that to the public. I, I look in, I look at it as like the, like the medical field. And, and a lot of people kind of poo poo me when I say, well, you can't compare yourself to a doctor. Well, yes, we can, because the expertise we're providing is a specific expertise, whether it's a, a, about boundary analysis and parcels and, uh, you know, conveyances, whether it's about uh, topographic, whether it's about hydrographic or whatever, you know, other mapping sciences that fall under our purview. It's about that expertise. And just because you found somebody that has bought a scalpel, uh, you know, off the, off the street doesn't make them a doctor, even though they may have, may have read a manual on it. You want somebody that is qualified to do that work. And I don't think people truly it's just, and I think part of it's because they don't understand what we do that they don't recognize how important a light the licensed surveyor is to to the infrastructure to 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 a piece of property you may buy to whatever you want to develop it's really is a it's a it's, a, it's an important piece of that puzzle um, but we're just we're just not well known we've got to we've got to prepare ourselves and do a better job promoting that so you bring up a really good point, and it's something I, I wanted to ask you about anyway, is, all right, so uh, public outreach and, and trying to inform the public on what, what surveying is and what the profession of surveying and a licensed surveyor can do um, and why it's important. Uh, tell me a little bit about those outreach efforts that you've got going. Well, we've got it. It's really kind of multifaceted, to be honest with you, because uh, I mean, it starts. We've got a, a partnership with Elaine Ball out of uh, England with the Get Kids Into Survey and getting getting those posters in into the, the grade school uh, teachers' hands and parents. You know, and one thing I will say about 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 that that marketing that messaging is it's a like it. Those posters are a lot like a Pixar movie. While they're 
they're targeted at young children. Uh, adults of, uh, of all ages can look at them and really it helps to understand what the, sur- what the surveying profession does. Um, so that's one little bit of an outreach. Uh, we do have another program, we, uh, the TrigStar program. It's a, it's a student math competition that we do at the high school levels across the country uh, to have, you know, be allow, allow surveyors to go in, explain what surveying is, to, to teach the kids on how the trigonometry and, and uh, geometry that they're learning, there is an application for it in the real world. It's not just something teachers want to give you just to drive you nuts. Um, it's a very, it's been a very effective program. Uh, we have our, our, our certified survey technician program that actually is being utilized at community colleges. And there are some high schools now, high schools that are putting this now in some of their technical programs in their vocational sides. That's, that's showing a path into, into surveying that, you know, that can eventually lead into to college and licensure that we're very proud of. It's been, it's going uh, soon going to be going into its 40th year and it's very, it's a very robust program. But then the, the other big, I, I would say our big uh, initiative we've got going on is our Young Surveyors Network and really providing both young surveyors in college, just out of college, and even the young licensed surveyors, an opportunity and a place for them to to co-mingle and, and, and learn from their contemporaries what's going on, but then also making sure that we in, intermix that Young Surveyors Network with our directors, with our other main body, you know, membership, because that's, you know, if, if there's nothing, you know, that one thing that we really are trying to, to press, uh, really press upon is mentoring. And the fact that mentoring works both ways, that yes, there is the older generation that can instill a lot of experience and knowledge and, and stories back to the younger generation, but the younger generation can also turn around and mentor that older generation with the technology how to incorporate, uh, you know, datums and, and, and the technology of, of some of this new equipment, it really can work both ways. And that to me is, is, is a, is a big part of what we're trying to push is that communication and, uh, that these generations of, of, of surveyors knowing different things can really build upon each other and help each other, uh, for the future. So, and I completely applaud all of the the outreach efforts that you guys have got going on because I think it's I think it's absolutely important to the profession of, of surveying. And you mentioned a couple of things, and one I wanted to hit on a little bit was you do have a initiative working with kids, right? Is it get kids into into survey? Yes, get kids into survey. Yes, that's the one that, uh, like I said, it was started by Elaine Ball out of England. Uh, we have. We, we approached her as she was getting it started back in 2018 and NSPS is the national distributor for her posters and, and uh, the educational uh, materials, the curriculum, things that she's got going on. So that's something that's been, uh, it, it, it's really, you know, really been kind of a, a centerpiece of what we're trying to do at, at the elementary and, uh, and junior high schools. So, so I, that's what that's where I was kind of going. So that that's the kind of the target audience is that elementary and middle school. Yes, yes, it is because you know, like I said, it, it is an animated poster, uh, you know, cartoon like, you know, and, and this is what I always try to tell people that how many times have you been with family, friends, contemporaries, you know, a dinner party, whatever, and somebody asks you what you do, and you say you're a land surveyor. And they say, oh, well, what's that? And you start to explain it, and, you, and the eyes roll in the back of their head, and they just like, well, what, what, what is that? And these posters really lay it out what what the, the role of the surveyor is using the different pieces of equipment, whether it's 
ground penetrating radar or uh, UAVs or LIDAR or, or, or total stations or GPS. They really lay out a, a great, easy to follow foundation for what a surveyor does and how important this, the surveying profession is basically to the world. And there's right now there's 20 posters out with different scenes, whether it's forestry or offshore uh, surveying and, 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 and hydrography, uh, mining and, and uh, cr- crime scene. I mean, there's just so much, so much that, uh, that goes into, this, into the profession. There's so many more facets that were even 20 or 30 years ago, that that's what a lot of these posters cover is the different, I, different tasks and different pathways that uh, a geospatial career could take you, uh, you know, as, as a young adult, uh, that to something to really think about. All right. So as we wind down, anything going on with NSPS that you wanted to, to share with, with our audience? Well, y- yes, that, uh, I, I'm very, I'm very bullish on on the profession. I'm very bullish on a lot of the techno- technology that is with engineering, surveying, a, a lot of the mapping that's going on. That uh, you know, one thing you're going to see NSPS is partnering more on uh, our our associations and companies with with the GIS profession as well, because there is a merging of the the expertise of the surveyor and the knowledge base of GIS and the big data that, that GIS brings that, you know, that one thing that, that we're really going to be trying to focus on as far as public outreach and really to the students is uh, most of the kids today are really heavily into gaming and they're, whether it's the, whether it's just on the screen or their 3d headsets or whatever, they're living in a digital world for a big part of their day. And what they need to realize is that they could replicate that whole experience with a profession and with the equipment and the technology and the computing power that we have now, they can, they can embark in uh, education and training to basically replicate our real world with the, with the equipment we have now and help create these 3D digital models because everything's going digital. Everything that we need to map and need to need to database is going digital. And like it or not, I mean, that's, that's, that's an opportunity for, for our kids to, to basically take what they're learning in their gaming worlds as, as teenagers and such, and, and turn that into a career. Like I said, I know a lot of adults and a lot of older generation that would just kind of scoff at that, but that's really the way the direction, the technology is going. So, uh, I asked my, my older generation surveyors and general public keep an open mind because I think these this I think the millennials and the Gen Zs could really really shine uh, in this profession going forward and that's who we're going to be chasing that's who we're going to keep going after so um, that's my warning is we're coming after you we're going to get you into into geospatial one way or the other that sounds great we started off this conversation and I'd ask you know what got you into surveying. Um, I guess I could have started out with something more bizarre and just said, like, oh, if you weren't a surveyor, what would you be doing? But one thing that I did neglect, and I always I, I try to do this when we have the podcast is, all right. So when you're not being a surveyor and when you're not being the executive director at NSPS, tell me what you like to do. Well, my actually probably the staff here and my wife would probably tell you that very rarely do I even shut it off because I think that's just part of. The way I'm wired, but I, I will say I do like to play golf. Still playing golf, trying to get some exercise. But even even during the course of doing that, looking at the course, looking at the greens, looking at stuff, 
I'm seeing 3D models. I mean, it's just kind of hardwired in my head that, you know, all of this, this infrastructure and, and the technology that we've got today is built even into my hobbies. It's so, you know, to go up and, and try to read a putt, I'm trying to trying to look at this 3D mesh, you know, in my head, kind of like a Terminator that uh, to try to figure things out. So, and it, like I said earlier, it's really, it's, it's also n never stop learning, whether it's about surveying stuff or just life in general. I like to read. I like to, to, to try to keep myself current. Um, that was the, probably the biggest compliment I ever got from my, my millennial daughter was that, you know, I may, I may be a Gen Xer, but I've got a much younger mind than, than what, what I should, what I should. And, uh, that was a compliment to me that I'm trying to try to try to stay within, within what's going on today. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate the Terminator reference. <laughs> <laughs> It might date me a little bit, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah, I like it. Tim, absolute pleasure uh, spending a few minutes with you today. And um, I've enjoyed the talk and, and maybe welcome you back sometime. That sounds, that sounds great. Thank you for having me today, David. Thank you again, Tim, for joining us on the podcast today and discussing all things surveying and NSPS. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. We hope you found this update helpful and interesting. If you can, please take a minute to leave us a review. This simple action can help others like yourself find and share this podcast.